have made a plan for 2022 and you're like this is my year this is the year i lose weight and you're already feeling like i'm over this i want you to think about what could you do next that's going to empower you to make a choice that you're going to be proud of Hello, welcome to WW Presents the podcast. Happy New Year to everyone. I am Coach Emily. And I'm Coach Kelly. Happy New Year, Emily. Happy New Year. Is it too late to say Happy New Year? Oh my God. Do you watch Curbing Enthusiasm? I have. Yeah. Oh, I have seen that. I have seen that skit. (laughs) I was kind of. There is a time limit. (laughs) There is a time limit. I think we have reached that. I think we have reached the time limit after a week. Although Kelly, this is the first time that I have seen you in the new yeah, year. So, so does that for us? That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy new year to you. Did happy you, did you have a good, um, a good new year's Eve and a good new year's? What did you do? Um, you know what? We kept it really small and really simple and actually it was great. It was like just really fun and low key. We just had my parents over, um, and we didn't, we all kind of just like ate what we like. So Charlotte and I really like um, sushi. So mm-hmm. we had sushi. My, like, I don't, I'm a vegetarian. Charlotte's five. So whatever she's not, but, um, and my parents came and my husband, they eat meat. So they bought like steaks and stuff and they barbecued. And my son, I think like, I don't even know what he had, whatever, like grilled cheese or something, but like everyone just <laughs> ate something they liked. Yeah. It wasn't about the food. It was just nice to be together and just sort of hang out. Oh, what that's did I do? Nice. Yeah, um, really nice. Well, for Christmas, we got COVID. (gasps) No. Yeah. Yeah. It was unfortunate. It was an unfortunate way to spend our holidays. Um, I ended up getting it. I got sick on Boxing Day. And the worst part of that is that I saw my whole family on Christmas Day, which means I actually gave my whole family COVID for Christmas. So not only did I receive it, I also gave it. Um, So yeah, the over New Year's and that kind of holiday time, we were in isolation, which guys, that is no joke. Isolation with four kids while you're sick, but the kids aren't sick. They still have high energy levels. It was just like, what am I even supposed to do? So, I mean, if you're listening to this and you have COVID or you have been exposed and you're in isolation and you're stuck at home, I feel you. I feel you. I understand what you're going through. Um, it um, It was hard, but one thing that I found really helped was just like sticking to a routine Mm. so i still made sure like i got my activity in i still made sure i tracked i still like did all those kinds of things because i felt like i felt worse when i just laid in my bed oh you know well you you know those feelings when you just like you have like no motivation you're just laying in bed it's like you almost kind of have to create your own motivation you have to like get out of your funk now obviously i didn't have i wasn't that that sick i i still I still was sick, but it really didn't hit me that hard. Um, But it was, you know, you want to use it as an excuse, right? I really wanted to use it as like part of me wanted to be like, well, I guess I'm not tracking. I guess I'm not getting out of bed. I'm going to watch all four seasons of uh, Yellowstone in this next week. I didn't. (laughs) I I got out of bed. I did what I needed to do. And I felt a lot better. Um, So New Year's Eve, we were still in isolation. We hung out at our house. Yeah. we watched a movie. I fell asleep early, but all my kids wanted to stay up till midnight. So two out of four did it. Oh, 
my goodness. (laughs) I couldn't do it, but they did it. It's so true though. Like when, but I find like when we lie in bed and kind of just like focus on how, like we just feel like doing nothing sometimes though, like it just be, it's, we focus on it too much and it makes it worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel worse sometimes when I just lie there, like doing something, you know, a routine as best as you can, even, I think there's really something to that. So it's not like, I mean, there's one thing if you really can't get out of bed, but if you're doing it just because you're like feeling just kind of like not lazy, but you know, but when it's our sole focus, it's it's very hard to move on from that. So that's yeah. good that you were able to, to find some mojo. <laughs> well, I had to, otherwise it was just like me laying in bed. Well, like, cause we can't isolate from our kids. No. We could, you know, we, me, both me and my husband, Todd, we had it. Like we both tested positive and it was like, mm-hmm. we didn't end up testing the kids. So we never, we're assuming they had it, but like, we couldn't just lay in bed, shut the door and say like, okay, guys, see you in 10 days. Like we, we actually had to do stuff. Yeah. Um, so I found that moving my body, um, getting outside for a walk. I fortunately where I live, there's lots of space. So I could go for a walk where there wasn't, you know, throw a mask on, go for a walk where there wasn't a lot of people around and just get out in the fresh air really helped moving mm-hmm. my body health, health, like felt good. It also snowed a ton. So taking my kids to like an isolated toboggan hill and letting them, you know, play in the mm-hmm. snow and like just those kinds of things really did make me feel better. And I think that's a really good lesson for us, whether we have, we are, we're sick or whether we're just not feeling like doing anything. It's like you want to kind of get into that routine that you know will make you feel better. Sometimes you have to just like push yourself where it feels a little bit uncomfortable so you can remind yourself like, oh yeah, this does make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. Like, especially when, you know, we are talking this week, but also for a while about our goals and our resolutions, Mm -hmm. right? And it should never be, you know, what should I do right now? What kind of things am I expected to? It's like, well, what can I do right now that I actually really want to, that I know makes me feel good? Because when it's based on like things that we know give us momentum because we enjoy them and they make us feel better versus like, oh, I guess I should, I don't know, eat vegetables if I don't really want them. You know what I mean? You have to make our plans based on what we want to do, what we like to do, what we feel good doing. It's so different. Right. And even looking at those things instead of like, I have to like, okay, I signed up for WW and, you know, I get to add points if I eat star like non-starchy veggies. So I guess I have to eat more non-starchy veggies. It's like, if you flip that around and you're like, man, I, I get to eat these because they make me feel good. You know, they, they make my body feel really great. And Mm -hmm. I get to add points to my day by doing this. It's, even activity, if we look at it, like I have to, as opposed to like, I get to, like, yes. it is so empowering. Yes. You know, when we bring in that attitude of gratitude with all these things, it just completely changes how we see things, how we look at things, how how things make us feel. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like a very firm believer in, and I know it's not very popular. I know people say like, you don't just want to like think positively, like people, you can be sad. Absolutely. You can be sad. But I think like how we think really affects how we feel. And sometimes oh, yeah. you just have to like, for me personally, I have to just like suck it up and put my body through those motions. And then the good feelings are going to come through the endorphins, through the habits, through all those sorts of things. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think anyone on here can say that they've ever like really regretted thinking positively. Like that was awful that I thought nicely about myself or that I liked my activity. (laughs) No, there's no reason not to. (laughs) You know, I, um, 
So I had a coach live on being confident when you are doing activity in front of other people, or even just when you're in your house and there's other people around, just feeling like you are confident enough to do the activity that you want to do. And a big part of that is um, like leaving your workout on a high note. So finishing up with something that you enjoy, whether that's stretching or some light yoga or listening to your favorite song, but just leaving with not only those endorphins, but also something that makes your body feel good because it's going to like reinforce that feeling of this was a good time. Like I want to do that again. So like looking at the positive, looking at what is good and remembering those feelings so that when you're kind of dragging your butt, you're like, oh yeah, I remember how good that felt. You know what? That's okay. <laughs> I've been using the Peloton app, right? I've been, I got a bike and mm-hmm. like, I don't, I'm sure you guys know by now. I, I'm not, a, I'm not historically a fan of exercise of any mm-hmm. kind, but <laughs> I really like my, my Peloton app for some reason. I think it's the music. So they added and like, whatever, I'm not guilty. I'm not, it's not a guilty pleasure. I'm a proud Taylor Swift fan. And she has a whole, they made like a whole Taylor Swift series on Peloton. And so there's only two bike rides and one's in English and one, the instructor speaks German. Like, I don't speak German. <laughs> I was like, whatever. I don't care. Well, and maybe so, you can learn. Well, yeah. And like the songs are in English. And so my daughter was in, it's in my room. So she was in my room watching a movie. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go do the ride now while she's watching. And at first I was like, I don't know. Like it just felt weird to have her watching a movie. And then I'm just going to go on the bike. But I was like, why not? Like, it was fun. And then um, she knows some of the songs because we listened to it a lot. So she was singing along. Like it was a lot of fun, but it was just, it was just fun to do. I think the music makes a big difference. Half of it wasn't in English, but it really didn't matter. That was, was that fun. was one of my takeaway tips from the live yeah. is finding the right environment for you. So like even the fact that you have historically not loved activity, but you have found something that you enjoy, that right there is going to reinforce that that like behavior in you again. Um, I don't like I don't enjoy Zumba. I don't enjoy I feel like uncoordinated. I'm super yeah. distracted. So for me, that activity is not going to be like a feel good feelings for me. I'm not going to leave there being like, I want to do this again. So it's like, <laughs> why am I forcing myself to do an activity that I don't enjoy? There's yeah. so many different activities to my, enjoy out there what, right now I, I was wishing I was wishing I had cross-country skis today because we went oh. for a, a walk and it was so snowy it was actually very icy I was like maybe I should actually have ice skates out, <laughs> out here oh but I'm goodness. like there are so many different ways that we can move our bodies yeah I love that my sister and I when you said Zumba it made me laugh she my sister is much more confident than me like she just like takes nothing from nobody like she's she's just very confident and um, we did Zumba together once. And like, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm so uncoordinated. I don't know what's going on. She didn't know what's going on, but she was like, whatever, as long as we move, who cares? And so she literally just started doing jumping jacks in the back row. Like, yeah. whatever, I'm moving. I don't care. I was like, you look crazy. She's like, who cares? Like, no one yeah. cares. But and that, uh, but you have to get to that point it. where you feel confident enough to not really care. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, I think that there's a lot of people out there who have maybe set New Year's resolutions or goals around activity. Did you like, is that why you, is that why you're on your bike? Um, okay. Not this year, but I frequently set New Year's resolutions around activity. I'm a frequent flyer in that category, but um, this year, I actually, I have to tell you, did not set a single resolution. You didn't? No, I did not. You just want to um, maintain those habits you've been working on. I just want to maintain them. And I've been, you know, 
I'm, I'm a blanket statement kind of person where I say things like, I want to be more active. And then I right. don't mean that or do anything about well, that. You need a coach questioning you. You need to say that in front of me. And then I'll be like, Kelly, what does that mean? <laughs> like, more like active, active than how? what? Get <laughs> yes. specific, girl. Yes. Um, or I'll say like, I'm <laughs> you're like, get yeah, to my- yeah, yeah, yes. I didn't yeah, say yeah, that. That's so, great. Yeah, I yeah. didn't do that. No. Um, or I say things like, I'm going to lose weight. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like that cool. doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. just a statement I say. So, um, I, I, I think maybe, I don't know. I try and set things like every week. There's things that I want for myself. I do, I track, I, I've been pretty consistent with my activity. Um, I do my way in once a week. So I'm like, I'm pretty happy with how things are going. So I didn't make like a declaration of new year's resolution. Well, you know, I was reading today mm-hmm. before we started, I, I Googled it. I Googled how many people quit their new year's resolutions in January. Mm-hmm. What do you think the percentage <laughs> was? 99. 99. It wasn't 99, <laughs> but it was in the high sixties, which I think I was actually surprised at how, low it was um, because I feel like we know traditionally people set these resolutions at the beginning of the month and then they like give them up, right? Mm -hmm. They give them up before the month's over. There is actually a day coming up this week that is um, focused on celebrated. I don't really know what it's about, but it's about quitting your New Year's resolution. Is that what it is, Kelly? All right. It is Monday, January 17th. It is called Ditch New Year's Resolution Day on a Monday, of course. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I can I can I can get on the like ditching your New Year's resolutions, but what I would love to see is not but what I would love to see is people not giving up on themselves and giving up on their goals because they have hit a setback. And I think traditionally that's what we do, right? We hit a roadblock, we hit a setback, something happens that is hard and we're like, oh, forget it. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to fail. I'm just going to quit anyways. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of pressure to do it on a certain day, mm-hmm. right? I think it's the new year's like, I think it's called, I think it's called the fresh start effect, right? Where like yes. birthdays, like big days, birthdays, Mondays, anniversaries, New Year's, we're like, this is it. And then it's like a big grand statement, right? And it's too big. But I think that setting goals or setting intentions or just knowing what we want from ourselves, that's really important. But mm-hmm. I think when we make it this like huge deal because it falls on this crazy day, um, it's it's just too big. It's too unrealistic. Or if you're like me, it's just like not thought through. It's just sort of put out there into the world. Um, but I, you're right, right? Our goals are important. The things we want are so important. Mm-hmm. It's not worth not doing just because it didn't happen on January the 1st, right? Well, and and it's it's not worth quitting because you hit a hard time. Yeah. Right? And I think that's really what I want to get into today is this, this feeling of I have to be perfect or else I'm not going to achieve anything. I'm not going to get my goal. There have been so many times when I have faced a setback in my own weight loss journey or my own fitness journey or whatever it is, where I have felt like giving up. But we have to recognize that that one setback is just like a blip on the calendar. It's one moment. And if we are able to move past that setback, not only are we able to keep working towards our goal, but we're able to learn something about ourselves. For example, I'm going to share about myself. 
yesterday we celebrated Christmas because, you know, (laughs) we were sick over the holidays. So we celebrated Christmas with my in-laws. It was a fantastic day. I, you know, I, I enjoyed some food. I found balance. I played with my kids, you know, like it was great. We got home late, got the kids to bed. And then I went and grabbed a bag of sweet chili heat and I started eating it in my bed while I was watching TV. And my husband turned to me and he's like, oh, are you hungry? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not, I don't know why I'm eating this food. I just, it's, I don't know if it's habit. It's, it's, I was like finally decompressing. I felt like I needed to reward myself because I was so great all day. I don't know what was going on in my brain that made me do that, but it could have really thrown me off track. I could have kept going with the chips and I could have gone into the chocolate I got, you know, and then I could have woke up this morning and felt really, really guilty. And I could have felt shame. But instead of that, I forgave myself. I was like, it's all good. It's one night. And you know what I did? I'm actually so proud of myself. Hmm. I threw out the Terry's chocolate orange. I hope my mother-in-law isn't listening because she gave that to me. (laughs) But I I had a few slices. Like I think I had two slices and I'm the only one who likes it. So I threw it in the garbage because I was just like, what is this going to do for me? It's going to sit in my freezer. It's going to keep calling my name. And the next time I'm feeling a little bit emotional, a little bit stressed out, I'm going to go right for this chocolate orange and I'm going to just inhale it. And then I'm going to feel bad. So by doing that, I felt like I kind of took the power back and I set myself up to have more success in the future. See, I love that word you just used, you take the power back because before you said something and I was thinking in my head, you know, you said, you know, that would have thrown me off and I would have given up. But I want, like, if we really stop for a minute and think, okay, there's so many times where we want to give up. What exactly does that mean? Like, what exactly are you giving up? Right. You're giving up what tracking you're giving up at the end of the day, we join this, you know, we're on this wellness journey because we'd stopped wanting to give up on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when you think about, you know, moving on from sweet chili heat, sweet chili, whatever. Are you, you've had sweet chili heat right before, right? (laughs) No, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel, okay. Side note, I feel like they might, are sweet chili heat not in Ontario? What is it? It's Doritos. Oh, I had a feeling it was Doritos. You know, I'm a, I'm a cool rancher. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> you would you would be a cool ranch gal. I'm not a sweet heat kind of kind of person. Oh, wait, but, but when we take probably the, better off. <laughs> when we take the power back, though, that's really what you're doing. Is you're telling yourself like, okay, I'm not going to give up on myself. My journey is still really important to me. This isn't going to halt all the things I've done. So let's just move on, right? You no, know, I'm thinking when you say that, what are we giving up? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get a little bit deep here. Like I'm, I'm digging deep here. I think what it is, is when we give up on this journey to lose weight or get fitter or eat better, mm-hmm. what we're really giving up when we're giving up is we don't want to feel those feelings of guilt anymore if we slip. I know in the past that that has been so hard for me. If I like make this declaration, like, Hey guys, I'm joining WW and I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to be so great. And then I, I slip up. It's like, I'm such a failure and right. You have, yeah, you have those feelings. So if you just don't try, then you can't fail. But okay. I'm going to counter that for a minute. I don't know about you, but I did not join WW because I was feeling extra great about myself. 
right? So no. really both sides are super hard. Totally. Like it is no. hard to feel those feelings of shame, but I think it's really hard to feel feelings of being uncomfortable on your skin. Yeah. It just sucks. It's like, you're, yeah. you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But I feel like if you can fight through those first few months, those first few weeks mm-hmm. where you're facing setbacks and you're feeling bad and you're able to have that self-compassion it's like you can really show yourself how strong you are, how capable you are and how oh, yeah. like how sweet chili heat, how Terry's chocolate orange, like that's nothing. You know what? Whatever. Like it's going to do more damage if you beat yourself up about this one setback. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You're not going back to feeling, you know, we have to remember that. Yes, sometimes it's hard and yes, sometimes it's it's not always easy to eat things and then to move on from them, but it is so worth it. Like it is the most beneficial thing ever to do, to take that control back, to feel like you're finally in the driver's seat. Yeah. That is a feeling that nothing else can give you, right? That is like real power and strength and confidence. And those are not easy feelings to come by. So how do you do it, Kelly? Like if you hit a setback, how do you overcome that setback? How do you put yourself like back in the driver's seat? Um, I, I really... I don't know how to like really put it into words. I've really come to terms with the fact that um, my life is going to include those things, right? Is that I'm not, I don't, I'm not a chip person. I'm more of a cookie dessert kind of person slash like pizza crust kind of person. (laughs) And so I eat those things sometimes. And then sometimes immediately I do feel like, like, why did I do that? But then I'm not like, why did I do that? I can never do this. I put an end to it right there. Mm. And then I don't, I'm pretty, I'm pretty used to, I think the fact that this is my life and my life will include those things. And I instantly put it in my tracker. I will say Mm -hmm. I put like, sometimes I put like one eighth piece of pizza (laughs) or something, but it goes in and I feel like that gets it off my mind, off my chest. I'm done. Like I'm not hiding anything from anyone. I'm not guilty of anything. I didn't cheat. (laughs) All I did was eat something, but you know what, if that happens at like dinner or whatever, that's fine because my breakfast is still going to be my great healthy breakfast that I love. That's I great. Think, yeah, so you don't beat, you don't beat on. yourself up. You move on. I, sometimes I do it for like a moment, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I realize like, but I'm also a human being, so it's fine. So let's keep going. Yeah. It, there's a real, I feel like fine balance between like being kind to yourself and mm-hmm. um, actually like recognizing that oh, I have to take action sometimes. Like this setback is telling me that I need to prepare for the future. Mm -hmm. You know, we can sometimes brush it off and tell ourselves like, okay, we'll handle this later. But like, if we do that, it can oftentimes lead to inaction that is gonna get in the way of our progress. And actually research shows that people who respond quickly after setbacks, like overeating, Mm -hmm. they are more likely to maintain their weight than those who don't. So an example for like a quick way to respond could be, you know, making a plan to track the foods you ate, no matter how many points they are. And then like pre-tracking your next meal, like planning, this is what I'm going to have. And, you know, it's estimated that we have at least 20 to 50,000 thoughts per day. Thousands of thoughts per hour. Can you believe that? I didn't know when my you said brain. Twenty. I'm like, no, it's more than that. But I didn't think you were going to say 20, 20 to 50,000 thoughts per day. That's insane, right? And then many yeah. of those thoughts then repeat. So if we notice when we are brushing things off and then creating a plan for what steps we will take to respond, we can then help keep ourselves on track. And we know how important we think is on this journey, right? So 
Um, I don't know. I think I think it's really good to be kind to yourself, forgive yourself, you know, have compassion, but then learn from it. So if you guys have made a plan for 2022 and you're like, this is my year, this is the year I lose weight and you're already feeling like I'm over this. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about, you know, what could you do next? What could you, what's your next step that's going to empower you to make a choice that you're going to be proud of? I have to ask myself this all the time. You know, I told you guys that this summer I want to be back, like feeling good in my shorts. And I know it's not just going to happen. It's not just, just by me, like thinking about it and hoping and praying for it, it's not going to happen. I actually have to take action. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yes, I need to be kind to myself, but yes, I need to do something about it. I can't just, you know, hope it's going to happen. I have to do my activity. I have to track my food. I have to stop eating Doritos in my bed if I want Mm -hmm. to feel good in my shorts. Yeah. You know what? Um, We were having a conversation at a workshop last week and I have a member who's also my dear friend, Sarah, if she's listening. So shout out to you, Sarah. Um, But she said that one thing she's really working on this year is making sure that she finds joy out of all her healthy habits. So like, Mm. eat, like, only eat the healthy foods that she loves. Right. So it's not like, you know, you're on or off track. It's like, I love the food that I'm eating. Did she only- make a Venn diagram? Is that why she is? <laughs> did she feel inspired to make you know, a Venn diagram? I bet she did. I bet she got her protractor out and made that diagram. Um, but she was like, she started doing like a dance class and she said that um, the actual class had ended Mm-hmm. And the music was still going and she didn't even realize the class ended. She was dancing for like over an hour after a half an hour class, just because it was so fun and she was having fun and the food she eats, like even the, like the fruits and vegetables, like it's never like, okay, if I want to be on track, this is what I eat. It's like, let me go grocery shopping and find the things that I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a, I thought that that really resonated with me. Like if I'm going to keep my goals and keep myself feeling in control. It also needs to be like awesome and fun. And I think we have to want to do it again for us to do it again. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good. I love that, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Now I know it can be really hard when things change, right? Like a lot of us set out these goals and then we have the rug pulled out from under our feet, right? Maybe the gyms close or, you know, our work closed or we get caught, whatever happens. Um, So how do we keep motivated? How do we keep working on our goals when the stuff around us is changing? Hmm. You know what I have to say? And I think every single one of us who is listening right now needs to take a real look inside and give themselves a pat on the back because, okay, COVID, I'm not going to lie here. It sucks, right? It sucks Mm -hmm. and it's scary and it's everywhere and it's, it's closed down a lot of things, but I think above almost all else, it has taught each and every one of us how to be more resilient, how to be more, um, flexible in our schedules, in our expectations. I, sometimes we don't even realize how much COVID has taught us. Like the gym's closed, but okay, I can start to work out from home. Restaurants close. Well, I'm going to take out or, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things that maybe we don't even realize that we have been able to completely shift around, completely been able to pivot. And, um, that's pretty awesome. So Mm -hmm. I think right now with all these setbacks, maybe before that would have been like really hard. 
But I think if we take a deep look, like, oh yeah, we have been doing it for a long time. Yeah. We are resilient. Yeah. Yeah. I think back to, um, March of 2020. And when we were doing virtual workshops, we had transitioned everything online. And I swear we just had hours and hours and hours of members of other coaches just being sad and being like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And now it's almost like we know what to do. Like we've been through this so many times. Right. No. And I know like I can only control what I can control. So I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to make what I can do the best I can do. And that's all, that's all we can do. So kind of changing our expectations about it too. Um, it's really freeing actually to just, isn't it? You know what? I'm going to stay in my own lane. I'm going to worry about me. I'm not going to worry about what everyone else is saying and fighting over and doing. It's like, you know, I got me, I got my family and I'm going to, I'm going to focus on that. Yeah. And honestly, anytime you have those feelings, like I can't do this, like, but you are doing this. You have you done are it. Doing you're already it. doing it. Like if you're, you're doing listening, great. If you are listening to this. You are doing it. You are doing it by even listening to this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That shows that you you know, you're in this, you're with us. You're part of a community of people who like really care about themselves and their wellness and each other. That's something you're in it, yeah. right? Don't give, don't, first of all, don't give up on yourself, but also don't underestimate how powerful you are. Like you have been doing a lot. So I am pretty proud of you for you. Nice <laughs> hear that. Kelly is proud of you. And actually yeah. you saying that it like made me feel like a little bit emotional, Kelly. Well, you, especially Emily, like Okay, I don't want to say it's like everyone's worst nightmare, but everyone has been doing everything they can to avoid COVID and you got it. And look at you. I, and I was doing everything I could to avoid it and I got right? it. So and you rocked it and you're fine. You're not fine, but you know what I mean? I'm like, fine. You, I went to Costco now. End. Yes. I'm <laughs> at the other end, like still ready to rock your routines, still ready to like kick butt. I think that, you know, you are exactly what I'm talking about. It seems I'm- hard, but you're doing it. And I think what it is, and when I like reflected on my myself and my own behaviors while I was isolated, I'm like, thank goodness for my habits. Because it was my habits that empowered me to keep doing the things that I did. Like to get, my habits helped me to still work out. My habits helped me to still track. It wasn't like we got COVID. I was like, well, I better work out. No, if I didn't already have that habit set, like I wouldn't have been working out. So that's why we really, that's why at WW, we really want to focus on those habits and making these behaviors so like mindless that you don't even have to think about them. It is something that you do. Yeah. Even if you got COVID. Even if you have COVID, (laughs) that doesn't stop you. You're going to rock it. All right. As we head into the mid January days, I hope that you guys are feeling inspired to keep on keeping on because yeah. I know it can get, tri- I know it can get tough. I know it's mm-hmm. tough. This is when things are starting to like suck maybe a little bit, but you guys yeah. can do it. And, uh, if you, if you need to reach out, reach out to someone, there are so many amazing people in this community that would love to just chat, yeah, you know, in your corner, Absolutely. Me- message me or Kelly. We'll chat with you. And on national ditch your resolutions day on the 17th, let's do something for us. Let's take that day to be like, no, we're not ditching it. We're going to not be part of that 60, whatever percent we are going to keep with our goals and keep feeling great. So remember on that day to do something extra special just for you. Love it. Well, yeah. have a great day and uh, we will talk to you next time. 
Absolutely. Take care. Bye, guys.